Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Godzilla Pod War Hour. My name is Michael Kelly, and with us uh, via Skype, satellite reflected off of swamp gas, then harnessed by solar uh, ray mirrors, uh, facilitated us by uh, a James Bond villain that he's donated to us um, from beautiful... Gorgeous Nashville, Tennessee, uh, live. Uh, sorry, I, you wanted me to keep your location a secret. He's, he's not in Nashville, Tennessee right now, so look anywhere else. But that, if you look there, you're wasting your time. Mr. Nathan Bear. Nathan, I'm so glad to, to have you here this evening so we can finally get get this done get this get this stone off of our chests i think i am too the court uh approved this as a means of public service so i'm gonna take this uh uh for what it is uh mandatory uh (laughs) listen listen nate we have to do this um we have to do this so it is now it's happening yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Shin Godzilla happened. It happened. They they made guess what made it the 29th Godzilla film, mm-hmm. and uh, so now we must talk about it. And, and and you know, in a way, we've kind of been struggling with sort of technical issues to try and figure out how we are going to do this episode because Nate lives across the country and. You know, getting everything worked out uh, with that. But it really, uh, at least I, I'm speaking on my end, and I know yours, like the just wrapping our heads around how to even begin talking about this movie is has been a real challenge. Yeah, it's uh, taken. I uh, saw this at in October at the uh, Grand Ole Opry theater in uh, i mean uh johannesburg uh <laughs> and um I, I i saw it and um the first 15 minutes of the movie i was like horrified in a good way like dear god you know there is no hope and the rest of the movie i thought um what's happening is this happening right now am i actually watching this <laughs> Did Aaron? Did they fly Aaron Sorkin to Japan and say, uh, "Hey, we'd like to, you know, do a Godzilla movie, but like West Wing style"? <laughs> the structure of this movie works for me for about the first hour or so. Uh, all the all the sort of raising of the stakes of we don't know what it is, and then it, oh, it's this thing that sort of looks like a turkey that's gone berserky, and then. Uh, you know, and all the meetings of the people sort of kind of coming to terms with, oh, yes, it is a giant monster and the first military sort of strike. Everything that goes up until um, when Godzilla does his, his, his kind of fire breath and, like, just, like, takes out half the main cast or whatever, and then he is just sort of... Um, there. There. <laughs> He's just sort of there in Tokyo for, like, a month or so, and... That to me, and and during that time, it was just a lot more, just like another half an hour of meetings and talking about scientific stuff. And that to me was just like, oh man, you know, it was such a good mix of 
of the meetings and people having scientific you know discussions and but also that was being intercut with footage of godzilla coming around fucking everything up yeah and like when 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 you take out the stuff with godzilla when you literally have him just still in toke in the heart of tokyo for again in the time of the film of one month um and it felt it, like it. <laughs> it it feels like a month and and, and like so much so that you have to reintroduce this sort of ticking clock of like, oh, America's going to like drop the nuke or whatever. It's like, yeah. Yeah, that, like you shouldn't have to do that to like reintroduce tension to it. It should be like the fact that Godzilla is around, you know, that should yeah. be, that should be the ticking clock. That Godzilla is going to wipe you out. Not like, yeah. oh, here, he's going here's to Godzilla. Wake up. Exactly. Here's Godzilla. Yeah. He's tired and he's just going to sleep. So we better introduce this other threat just seemed like really weird to me because it kind of lessens the the metaphor of godzilla as nuclear power you know yeah you know the idea you know uh, we'll get into that in a moment i think it's going to be very hard to talk about this movie from 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 a plot set like we can't go through the whole plot the way we would like typically do with a normal godzilla movie yes no, uh, or correct. That should be the answer. Um, yeah, no, absolutely correct. I mean, it's just it's mind-bogglingly uh, different. I know some people on the the net have been declaring it, you know, like postmodern masterpiece or something like that. Um, I it, 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 perhaps. I, I don't uh, look. I don't think it's like. Like, just by default, it's one of my favorite Godzilla movies ever, just because they're trying something different, but that doesn't yeah. mean it's a good movie. No, like, it's like... Because most Godzilla movies are not that great. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I, I wrote down a list um, the day after I saw it, and I think I put it at, like, my number nine or eight uh -huh. favorite Godzilla movie. Like, right around, like, Hedora. And stuff yeah. like that, where it's just like these insane curveballs, where it's like the director was trying something so nuts, yeah. and you're like, well, at least it wasn't, you know, something from the High Size series, where it's just like, you know, okay, we're just doing this again. Like you're paying attention, like you're you're shaken out of your um, the, the sort of like normal swing of things, which is right. great. Yeah, um, but I, I mean. I I don't think it, they nailed it. I don't think it. I I don't think they 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 pulled it off completely. Like one hundred percent. Like it, it's not it's not this masterpiece that people are calling it. It's it's like yeah. it's, a, it's fascinating. It's, Very it's, fascinating. It's, it's 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 but it's flawed. You know. Very yeah. It's like you give them props for doing something new. It's like. Um, and, and the two, the two main gentlemen involved, um, have a very, you know, have, have a lot of credit to their names, uh, the visual effects director, uh, Shinji Higuchi, Higuchi, um, he did visual effects for the 90s Gamera series, which we have talked about, uh, that before, length. and that was a great series. He also recently worked on, uh, the Attack on Titan films, which I haven't seen, but they do have a great reputation um, behind them. And then the main director, Hidekiai uh, Ano, 
Um, I mean, he made uh, one of the greatest uh, and one of the most controversial anime series uh, to come, you know, from the business, and that was the Neon Genesis Evangelion series, uh, which again. Um, that is a fascinating anime. It, my, it has some flaws and controversy. I mean, that that series uh, got him death threats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like this man has received death threats, you know, for um, his work. Um, and while we might disagree with um, Shin Godzilla, we certainly aren't to that level of uh, criticism. No, no, no. <laughs> if you're a Godzilla fan. You, you have to see it. Like yeah. you're, it's insane if you don't see it. Uh, a lot of the things that people have been saying that they don't like are things that I really like. Like yes. the way he's depicted, his design, which yes. is a deliberate callback to the first design, like on, on Gojira 1954. Or, yeah. Of like, and, and the studio heads were like, no, 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 it's way too horrific. But like the burned sort of Freddy Krueger design yeah. that's what they were you know initially going to go with in 1954 and 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 these guys are like godzilla scholars and they yeah. knew that they had seen those pictures and they're like guess what when we're gonna do this now it's 2016 and godzilla's gonna look messed up and like that's that's fantastic that's like yeah. like taking a big swing in it because it's like if you're going to make another one of these movies, they've made 29 of them now. It's like, yes, do something different for yes. Christ's sake. But, like, again, all that being said, like, I do think there's some, some structural problems <laughs> that are... I can't give it the, like, the recommendation of, like, oh, Flawless Masterpiece, maybe the best Godzilla yeah. movie ever. It's like, no. It's yeah. it's again it's fascinating and if you're a G fan you must see it, but like I couldn't recommend this to like my dad or something. You just yeah, look at no. him and you turn it off after twenty minutes. You just be like this is unwatchable. <laughs> and I maybe mean, it is. I mean, again, to to you know, just from a history perspective, the first Godzilla movie is a family drama that is inconvenienced by a giant radioactive lizard the if you take godzilla out it is simply the plot of a woman who's in love with the man who her father doesn't like and is engaged to a man who she respects but doesn't love and uh at the end the scientist commits suicide now if you take godzilla out of that that's basically a mikio naruse film with who is shiro honda worked with back in the 30s so it's a domestic drama i mean that's what it that that's basically what it is if you take godzilla out it's a domestic drama a very powerful domestic drama its senses and uh are heightened by this monster attack and you know there are hints of you know the the war hiroshima and nagasaki you know these are all thrown in there they aren't the main focus but um, but you are still aware of them, and that's the power of that movie. Ishiro Honda changed the writing of that film, which was just going to be incredibly pulpy, um, and just like really like I mean, it was really going to be a B movie. Like that, <laughs> that's what Godzilla was going to be. You can we can talk about monster design all we want, whether it was going to be you know an octopus or you know 
Stegosaurus, whatever, but like the the actual the characters were going to be different. Uh, and you know, Doctor Yamane was going to be like an evil scientist who you know, and right. it, it was just going to be nuts. And instead, it was turned into a very restrained uh, family drama uh, <laughs> about you know post war life. Right. <laughs> Again, mind you, this came out the same year that Mickey Arnoruse made. Uh, uh, Sound of the Mountain and uh, Late Chrysanthemums. So, uh, you know, it fits in perfectly with those movies. The difference is it's got a giant fucking monster in it. <laughs> I think we there's there's just a few things we should get out of the way as far as logistics. Um, it was released July 25th, 2016 uh, in Japan. Uh, in the states and in uh, you know other countries and, and so forth, uh, here in the states, uh, our good friends from Funimation uh, released. You should a, be watching. Yeah, um, <laughs> they they had a release of it, sort of a limited release that I, was initially like I don't know, only like three or four shows, but uh, it it ended up being um, like they added on a few more. So it was like they showed it like five or six times here in America. Uh, in October of this last year of 2016, and um, and I was both Nate and I were fortunate enough to be it, uh, around theaters that were playing it, so we got a chance to see it in the theater with Godzilla fans, and that's that's really Lots the way to see it. Um, the budget was 15 million dollars, United States adjust. And the box office was almost $78 million that this took in, which is a lot for a Godzilla movie. I believe that was uh, the highest grossing movie in Japan for 2016, which is a mm. huge step up from like Godzilla Final Wars, where it was sort of a box office disappointment. Mm -hmm. So I definitely think waiting uh, the... Um, 11 years, I believe it was, or 12 years, because yeah. Final Wars was 2004. So, yeah. So like 12, 12 years without a Godzilla yeah. movie, which if I'm not mistaken, that's the longest gap between like a real Godzilla film being released in Japan, because it was like yeah. Terror Mechagodzilla, 1975, Gojira, 1984, obviously yeah. nine years. Um, <laughs> yeah, and, uh, um, I think the, the, yeah, the other, the other long gap was between, um, like 95 and like 98. And, oh yeah. And, uh, yeah. And they're all about nine years. Yeah. So, um, so this yeah, was, probably this was the longest, longest uh, tantric tease. Uh, <laughs> longest tantric tease. And I think it was cause they like the, the, the new Godzilla movie came out, the, the, Aaron Taylor Johnson, the sorry, excuse me, the Golden Globe winning Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, not the the movie didn't win a Golden Globe. Aaron Taylor Johnson won a Golden Globe last night for for what? I don't know. Oh wait, uh, Nocturnal Animals. Oh, which okay. is not a good movie, and it's basically like if Tom Ford made his own version of the Never Ending Story. <laughs> like which sounds about as appealing as as yeah but um the important thing is mike is that moonlight and la la land one and la la land <laughs> is a fun musical and moonlight is just perfect just god look i want to 
want to watch that movie over and Look, over and over again. That, that clicking noise you're hearing is the sound of thousands of our listeners, sorry, tens of our listeners stopping listening to this because they don't, we got to keep on message. I'm sorry, folks. The Golden Globes did just happen, though. It was very exciting stuff. Um, let's see. La La Land won seven Golden Globes, which I think is the most any Golden Globe is, movie has ever won. Golden but Globes. What, I, what I'm trying to say is is that the American uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson version of, of Godzilla, Godzilla 2014, was released, and Toho was like, Nope, we're gonna make one to because fuck you, America. Yeah, <laughs> and that was that was they're like yeah. It's like oh, you're gonna make <laughs> another uh, American Godzilla movie? Okay, we're gonna make the most Japanese Godzilla movie ever, <laughs> and that's that's kind of what this movie is. <laughs> Just like the amount of discipline and suppressing of emotional outbursts. Is, mm-hmm. The movie is two hours long, and there's some crazy shit going on, basically for the entire plot, and everyone, it's, the entire movie is just all these, like, boardroom meetings. You never see the civilian population in this movie. You never, like, you hear them one time, where it's like a shot from in the sky above Tokyo, and you can hear, like, a parade of like protesters marching and like um very much something like out of out of uh akira the, the yeah. anime of like people who have you you get the sense that the the uh the citizen population has sort of been reduced to sort of a martial law type situation mm-hmm. and um that 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 now like at least some people in Japan are are actively just worshiping Godzilla as a deity and like you know it's like the breakdown of society is definitely like underway but you they don't they literally don't spend any time on that at all the only time when that is sort of alluded to is it's used as a framing device because we you know we do see this outside shot of again it's like maybe like half a mile up in the air, like down from maybe like a helicopter or something and mm-hmm. you're looking down and you can see like people like torches marching in the streets. And, but then it cuts to like, uh, it's very much a Shin Godzilla cut. It cuts to a office with like a bunch of office workers <laughs> yeah. who are all sleeping because they've been working so diligently on the problem of, of how to stop Godzilla and and you and you can hear the protests in the background, you know. But well, you, you bring up like the godlike and Akira aspect of this. Uh, I read that uh, while Shin, the word Shin, uh, means new, like when Toho Company split in the '40s, and there was Toho and Shin Toho, so new Toho. Shin also apparently means god or deity. Um, so uh, at least. That that scene seems like it should have been a little bit more, um, you know, you would have thought that a scene like that with people like worshipping Godzilla would have been a little bit more know, prominent or uh, maybe added to the plot, um, you know, or more more plot heavy. I don't know. You, you would think that that would be a bigger plot, but that's and it's obviously a very 
like precise choice uh, on the behalf of 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 Anno. He's like, you know, it's not like a mistake. Like he did shoot a bunch of stuff with the citizens and they just left it out accidentally or whatever. It's like he. It's a very deliberate choice to tell this entire story, which is the story of Godzilla's first appearance uh as from the point of view of the people who have to deal with it yeah um and not from the point of view of people who are necessarily affected by it but right. it's like the the like the people who you always have to see show like a five minute scene in every other godzilla movie where it's like okay well here's our plan blah 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 and then cut back to like the regular characters there are yeah. no regular characters in this movie the entire film is just that scene just yeah. stretched out for two hours. <laughs> so like, yeah. and the thing it's is, insane. in Mr. Ano's other work, like uh, Evangelion, it is focused on people who are dealing with the situation at hand, but they're much more interesting characters. Um, it's, well, you know, it's, dealing with much more interesting problems than just the big okay. problem at hand. We have to address the, the earthquake in the room, and that is Fukushima. Obviously, what, what he's trying to do here is, and I think for the most part succeeds in so much as he, the, 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 the film is supposed to be a satire of, of the Japanese government's failure to act in an efficient manner to the tsunami uh that created the disaster at the uh the fukushima nuclear like power plant correct that's Uh, what this movie's supposed to be well the the images at the beginning uh perfectly evoke that uh you know it almost looks like documentary footage from the disaster itself like where you see the water when godzilla makes landfall water is the first thing that hits uh kamakura uh you know that's that's the first thing we see and we see like before godzilla itself does any damage we see citizens you know basically impaled by boating equipment and water uh yeah you know water damage and then godzilla you know makes landfall and he looks uh, like a giant turkey now he looks like it terrified me because he in that stage he looked like ka from the original jungle book um, I don't know if you remember. There's whoa. a brief moment where another yeah. another Jungle Book design of Godzilla, <laughs> other, because remember Shere Khan was the influence for the uh, 1998 like yes. American Godzilla. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, well, Kai was just terrified because there's that scene where it's you know uh, just a dead on stare with Kai and his oh, I mean eyes his, like, his eyes yeah when he I mean, first comes to to like that first shot when it's hard cuts from you know meeting number 673 by the way we're not going to name any of the characters or any of the actors who portrayed them you know why because there's 700 characters in this movie literally like i it's where where do you begin i I, no, i'm not naming a single one this episode is going to be more therapy for us than entertainment (laughs) for you this is about work through (laughs) together you know it's this it's it's uh an endurance test to to look at the <laughs> amount of text on the screen at some point in this movie. Subtitle. 
you know everyone has a subtitle every location is introduced via text and oftentimes people are speaking like japanese and then people will be speaking english in the bad movie english. bad right. english and then the the english will need translation into japanese for people in japan who are watching it yeah. so there'll be like japanese uh subtitles on the screen but then there'll also be english subtitles and then like the location and the time yeah. of where they this... are so it's just a lot but when when godzilla first comes on on land his he has these giant eyes the thing is i think his eyes never get bigger or smaller it's just that his head is so much smaller when he first comes on land and his eyes always stay that same size so as the movie goes on and his his body just keeps growing but his eyes stay the same size okay got the same same size eyes and so like that's why when it, when he gets into his full form his eyes are just like really really small and it's like also pretty upsetting to look at but nothing takes the cake like that first shot when you cut to him not walking down the street but like slithering like doing like some sort of weird dance like break into electric boogaloo dance move down the street and he's just got those big scary upsetting Eyes. Facial features, yeah. <laughs> upsetting. Just, it, yeah. I mean, that was just terrifying to look at. You know, I'm an adult, I think. Uh, and it, it just really, again, it took me back to when I was three and watching The Jungle Book on VHS uh, <laughs> and just seeing Ka and being downright terrified. You know, Shere Khan I could take, but Ka was just he looked goofy and terrifying, and he was voiced by the same guy that did Winnie the Pooh. Right. You know, it was just a very unsettling, unnerving experience. And, that, you know, that happened the instant I saw this. I mean, it was a legitimately terrifying. Uh... Because it's so unreal. Yeah. And yet, because it does look like the footage we had all seen of the tsunami when it hit Japan, it... It just added to. Uh, it just added more levels of uncom uncomfortability. That's not a phrase. Uh, <laughs> it just made made it more shocking and disturbing. Right. Um, so I was in for this movie when it was happening. Like, despite my, you know, <laughs> when, the, when the movie fear. was actually happening. Yeah. <laughs> I was down. I, I was it. just like, what, as terrified as I was, I was still thinking, like, oh my god, this is like the best movie ever. You know, this this you know. This is probably some of the, the best footage, the best editing. And, and it is. The stuff that happens with the the pacing choices doesn't necessarily negate the fact that, like, the, the actual Godzilla footage, which I think there's about eight minutes of in this movie, or maybe a little bit more, um, all looks amazing. And, like, clearly the best he's ever looked, like, as far as, like, a technical t t you know standpoint. The design of him, people can argue, okay, maybe his tail's too big. I've heard that a lot. Bupkis. But, but, but like, <laughs> or like, you know, and there's some things that they do with, with his tail um, that are, you know, are very interesting and unique to the series <laughs> oh, yes. later, later on. <laughs> but, but like, that's, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about, like, the footage of, like, does he look real when he's walking yeah. around? And, like... Is the destruction, does it look like photorealistic? And it, to, to me, it does. And it, it looks like 
the best in the series. Like, uh, uh, like since the old masters and like what yeah. they were doing, which at this point is pretty far re- removed from what is happening on the screen. Yeah. Um, you know, we're not, you're not really talking about them using much in the way of combinations of like models. I mean, I, I'm not sure how many models were used in this. It was, it seems like they had built a uh, large, uh, anim- or not not animatronic, but more of a, a, a suit and an animatronic head. Um, but those apparently didn't work out as well as they thought it would. So it was predominantly just, um, you know, like Gollum. It was motion capture. Uh, but damn good motion capture. Like really really good he doesn't seem to at least at the beginning doesn't seem to make any moves that are too fast too slow he just seems like a perfectly paced lumbering behemoth um and yeah just just an overall well-made um creature creature design uh and again you know there are plenty of movies that do this lord of the rings for example Fantastic. You know, half of that stuff, I mean, that stuff is over a decade old now, and it still looks pretty good. You know, um, I think problems with CGI is when you have too many um, creatures doing stuff. um, And, you know, this kind of becomes apparent later in the movie where they do stuff that's just a little too ridiculous. (laughs) And that just kind of is like, hold up, wait a minute. Uh Uh-uh. You know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, he, um, I thought he looked good. I just, I, it's, he's a different kind of monster in this that like, I, I, you know, after the film, I tried to like imagine this version of Godzilla, like fighting another monster and what the tone and mood of that movie would even be like, like it, you know, if he tried to fight like Rodan or something, or like whatever this universe's version of Rodan would even look like, and it's just very hard because his arms are so small and he yeah. moves so slowly. Maybe his arms will grow bigger, and he'll get those big cookie monster eyes like he had in the seventies. So maybe we should talk about the uh, the score, the original. Music um, is done by a guy named uh, Shiru uh, Sagisu, and I thought it was quite effective. Very effective, like again, very haunting music. Uh, I mean, this movie was sold to me via the trailer that came out using his music, and dear God, did I want to see this movie? Uh, I was ready, you know, all hands on deck with it. Um, <laughs> starring Pat Boone. Uh, <laughs> That's pretty inside, but <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, very. We'll, we'll allow it. Uh, no, but apparently he had worked with Mr. Anno many times, and uh, a lot of his music uh, has been uh, done for uh, many. Has been yeah. He has made a lot of music for anime series, including Neon Genesis Evangelion. Um. Uh, and he even uh, arranged the music for the uh, anime for the third season of Ranma One Half. 
Um, not not quite sure exactly how music arranging goes, but that was just like, oh, I remember that uh, that show. Um, so yeah, so he he's been working in this industry for a decent amount of time, um, and he has had a collaboration with Mr. Anno before. So um, I guess it was only logical that they continued uh, their good work uh, relationship. Kira Afuku Bay's uh, music is very 
well <laughs> yeah. represented throughout the film. We've got, I, I took the liberty of writing down some examples. Here you've got, um, you know, Terror of Mechagodzilla. You've got stuff from, you know, the first thing you hear is, is, is the track Godzilla Comes Ashore from Gojira 1954. Mm -hmm. um, you've got the Return of Godzilla track from King Kong versus Godzilla, which I'd never heard that track in a movie because it was like, I always knew like the American version of King Kong versus Godzilla. Right. So Using like, music from Creature from the Black right, Lagoon. <laughs> exactly. So like, that was cool to hear that in, in that context. You got terror, excerpts of uh, Terror of Mechagodzilla. We got Battle in Outer Space um, for the uh, like the final battle. Um, and it turns out those cranes they use, by the way, to administer the fluid are real machines. Because I saw one uh, at a construction site like a couple of months ago. Oh, actually, really? Yeah, those things are real. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that was those amazing. Like made up. Like, okay, we uh, found 15 different toy construction yeah. sets. and we. Th those are real. Wow. Um, you also have stuff from uh, Gidra the Three-Headed Monster and then a couple of tracks from Invasion of Astro Monster. Um, and then the like the main title uh, music from Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 is also in the end credits. Mm -hmm. So like... You know, a Kirifuku based score very well uh, represented here, and yeah. some really cool choices. And you know, there again, and it it does it sort of kills me a little bit not to give the complete go ahead masterpiece full Podwar Hour recommendation on this because there's yeah. several scenes in this movie that it seems like they plucked them out of my head. Like, yeah. as far as, like, I've always wanted to see a modern Godzilla movie with, like, all of the special effects trimmings and, and stuff that, that, that modern effects were capable of, but also just have, like, an old-school Akira Fuku-based score just because it would be so cool. And they do yeah. that in this movie several times. And it's like, watching it, you're like, oh, my God, the impossible dream. It's like they're, they're finally doing it, you know? Yeah. Um... And and all that stuff's amazing, and it's like if if it was in more, not even like a traditional. I don't even want to say like oh, it's got every Godzilla movie has to be the same. Um, it has to be the same plot and like. But I really th I think that this movie could have been something as good, and I'm serious, like something yeah. as good as like Doctor Strange Love. Um, yeah. Like. And I, and again, I mean that seriously. Like it, like it was so close to achieving this like level of of greatness. Yeah. Um, but god damn it, if they just would have cut out, <laughs> that the, there's a period of time, um, after Godzilla blows his fire breath, where he, he's literally frozen in Tokyo for, um, a month for thirty days, and. It's just they could have. I think you could cut that entire section from the film, and I think, yeah. I don't think anyone would notice. I really, uh, there, I really, I think I'm gonna try that. 
the dialogue, you know, after a while became very um, boring. Well, boring, but also quite disturbing uh, to me. Now, look, I don't speak Japanese fluently. I don't live in Japan. But at least through the subtitles, I got, like, vague hints at rightist um, leanings. Like, I was kind of, like, concerned. Because, like, watching the movie first, I'm just like, oh, comment on Fukushima. Like, uh, even when, uh, unfortunately, like, when Fukushima happened, something told me that, like, there's going to be a monster movie or something, if not Godzilla, something else, about this disaster. Um, Because that's honestly probably the safest way to make a point politically is to uh, do it through a genre film. Um, Hint. Uh, hint. We're looking at you, Triple X Return of Xander Cage. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> that movie, I'm sorry. <laughs> Let me simplify it for you. You gotta, you know, get the bad guys, get the girl, try to look dope while you're doing it. It's just like. Uh, there's something deeply uncomfortable about all the advertising I've seen so far for the for Triple X, uh, Return of Xander Cage. I mean, we may be dating the episode a little bit here yeah. <laughs> by saying this look, stuff. Look, got some weird vibes. Van, Van Diesel and Van uh, Diesel, Van Diesel and Samuel L. Jackson um, aside, um, just Van some... Diesel and Samuel L. Jackson aside. Yes, <laughs> Samuel Jackson. Say it all together. Um, <laughs> oh God, the diesel must uh, be stopped. God, if he had hair, it would be gray. Like he would look like Bernie Sanders. Uh, again, dating ourselves. Uh, like he would have like that, like Einstein head of hair. Um, if he could grow it, uh, <laughs> that's how old he is. Um, Look, all that aside, there were just moments where they were talking, and I couldn't tell whether it was just the subtitle or whether... Because they're talking about America's relation to Japan, and there are many positive reasons uh, why, you know, maybe America's presence shouldn't be in Japan. Let's say the bases at Okinawa, which have caused the populace, you know, much unrest. Um... And there are many people on both the left and the right uh, over in Japan uh, who agree to that. Um, But I couldn't tell whether or not Godzilla was turning into a metaphor for perhaps North Korea or China and whether or Russia Russia, and whether or not um, they were saying we don't need the United States and we don't need, you know, these these pussy pacifist laws. You know, basically, this was I was feeling like I was watching Dirty Harry. Uh, boring, dirty Harry. <laughs> um, you know, it's just like, you know, if it weren't for these laws, we could just go in and take them out ourselves. But no, like, we've got to listen to protocol and rules, regulations. Um, you know, we need... So, we should so many regulations. Laws. Yeah. And, in this and movie. At, the, at the beginning of the movie, it made sense. Like I was <laughs> this movie, like, it reminds me of Festivus from Sci-Fi. It's like <laughs> the, the Festivus airing of grievances. This is like Japan's airing of regulations. The movie. <laughs> I've got a lot of regulations this year. Shin uh, Godzilla Festivus. Two, direct to C-SPAN five, <laughs> <laughs> direct to C-SPAN. <laughs> 
please, please excuse me, Nate. You were on a tangent there. Yeah, no, I, I'm sorry, but something about Van Diesel, if I'm not mistaken. Van Diesel. Van Diesel. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, because there was just so much political talk, that's what I was getting from it. I could very well be wrong, uh, but the thing is, I shouldn't be caring about that. Because the movie should be, as I've said before, an equal balance between the monster and the characters. And we've had Godzilla films before, like Invasion of the Astro Monsters, where we're predominantly with the characters. And that's totally fine. Because when we see the monsters and we see the characters, we're both equally satisfied with what's happening on the screen. We're either led through a very well-calculated, pulpy plot with a few nice moments of great action um but this this doesn't deliver that this it's just like who's this again why am i looking at the subsection <laughs> committee of agriculture's like, like i think you know he's what what ano is doing because like he's he's doing he's presenting all these people in a, in a way where you can't know all their names yeah like, like he's that's a choice that he has made as a director where it's like, it's impossible to like yeah. write down everyone's name and like just memorize and be like, Oh, that's that person. This he belongs to this subcommittee that is now in, in meeting room C that's going down hallway B that's yeah. going to meet over here adjacent to room 12 to have sub committee talk number H that's going to be addressing the yeah. nuclear, uh, you know, decay rate of the matter that's on Godzilla's footprints that was found mm. in destruction site number two. That's what this movie is for two hours with like eight minutes of the most mind blowing, like Godzilla destruction footage ever conceived. Yes. Um, but that's, and then sort of a, ironically, sort of a kind of conventional ending to it where the scientists find the one flaw and they defeat him yeah. um which i believe is still only like the third or fourth time the self-defense force has ever actually stopped any kaiju let alone yeah. godzilla <laughs> like sarazawa yeah. did not stop or like sarazawa was the one who stopped godzilla it wasn't the self-defense force so yeah like, he like fucking murdered godzilla yeah, yeah. so this this is like <laughs> the first time that the actual like a government body no matter how rogue and renegade it is within the like the very detailed structure of how it's presented to us in this film it is still a group of scientists who are organized in some capacity under the authorization uh of the government and it's now, like they're they win at the end and i don't yeah. has that happened before or well, or, I mean, we could think, if this is supposed to be satire, which it's kind of hard to tell, the fact that, you know, we see from the tale this Lynchian, like, things crawling out, the the beasts crawling out of yeah. uh, Godzilla's tail, in one of the final lines, it's like, well, we're just going to have to learn to live with this, this big thing this presumably dead thing in the city, maybe that's a joke on the whole, well, the radiation's here, we're just going to have to get used to it. Um, I mean, I, I it like, very well could you be. Know, it could be, but the 
point is, is like because the movie is just so up, you know, by that point is just so vague uh, and it's hard to tell what is supposed to be funny and what is supposed to be um, serious. Um, whereas Mothra versus Godzilla, whether you're watching it dubbed or subbed, you, you know exactly what's going on. Because, you know, when it's dealing with very universal things. It, you know, many of the problems are uniquely Japanese, but the overall themes are just, you know, human. Right. You know. I, it's, it's, it's hard because it's like that tone that they're going for is so, like, kind of on the nose. And I... I do think it's satire, but it's so it's like so dry. Yeah, it's like the driest movie ever. And I can't <laughs> tell whether the actress who's playing the um, American ambassador, right. like she speaks very bad English, and I can't tell whether that's just they weren't trying or whether like that's the joke. Like she says, "I'm going to run for president of the United States one day," and I'm just like, "Is that like an inside joke or something? Is that like a bashing America or something?" Because right. she speaks very poor, like. Um, uh, God, what's his name? Uh, <laughs> Inception. Um, uh, Ken, Ken Watanabe. Oh, no, Ken, Ken Watanabe. He speaks very, very good English. Like, you know, like I can understand him perfectly in any American movie. And because he's Japanese, I can assume he's speaking like very good Japanese. Uh, so yeah, I, I assume if he's in an American movie speaking Japanese, he's speaking good Japanese, whereas I'm listening to her and I'm like, really? That's the take you went with? <laughs> um, and during research, apparently, no, she doesn't speak English at all. That was like, she got the job and then found out like, oh, I have to learn English. <laughs> Whoops! <laughs> Whoops! <laughs>
I guess um, we should kind of get into a little bit of spoiler territory here. Like, if there is, like, if you know that they're making a new Godzilla movie, you've probably surmised that Godzilla shows up and attacks a city. And yeah. the military tries to fight him and he blows up their stuff and all that stuff. And I think that's pretty uh, pretty straightforward. But we're going to kind of discuss some of the details where if you actually haven't seen this movie, um, you may not want to listen to this part. Maybe just, um, I guess, you know, st- stop listening <laughs> to the show or whatever. Cause th- this part's gonna Watch get a the damn movie. And, and we, ha- we had to watch it. Now yeah. you have to. You know, we earned... We earned this discussion. <laughs> exactly. So, so we're going to talk about a little little bit of the spoilers, but um, I, I guess the big thing is that Godzilla, number one, he, he shoots his fire breath, and it starts off as the traditional, uh, you know, sort of actual fire with smoke and elements of flame and so forth, but it, it very rapidly um, sort of focuses into, like, a purple, like, laser beam. Yeah. Um, which, which I was fine with. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's nothing... That's nothing we haven't seen. I mean, in Godzilla vs. Biolante, they treated it like a fucking laser because they could reflect it back with the mirror. Um, again, and like, again for, with the mirror thing. You can't again let with it the go. Mirror. <laughs> like, again, it's just like, you know... <laughs> I mean, d- does it really need? I mean, if it wasn't a laser, why a mirror? I mean, <laughs> okay, this is you know. this is going to turn back into the uh, you know the Godzilla versus uh, was that Biollante that they had? It was Super X two, I guess. Yeah, yeah, with it was the, like the, the, mirror, the the badge mirror, the airing of oh. grievances of the. <laughs> all right, it's not it's not literally a laser. It's uh, fire breath. Uh, that has been covered. <laughs> for more I know, the, for information treat, on that, listen to our Godzilla vs. Biollante mini they episode. They treat it like a laser. Yeah, um, very it's very upsetting to you that they yes. do that. It's not <laughs> upsetting. It's just it's more like confusing because it's just like oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's got, I was okay with it. I was fine with that. I'm not pissed off. Look, I love that sequence in Godzilla vs. Biollante. It just it's it's different. It's a change because before that. So, I don't want to get off track, but I I've always thought of of his breath as like it's it's half fire breath, half laser breath. It's like somewhere in between. It's like not really either. It's its own certain thing. I I just thought of it as radioactive breath, but then in the eighties and nineties it changed, and I'm not saying that's necessarily a bad thing. It's just it's different. Well, it is a change. Now it's know? like officially the Death Star death ray. Oh yeah, no, <laughs> like it, like it, it is. is no longer. It has nothing to do with, uh, I, you know, pulmonary. Uh, no, you know. Uh, exasperation of, of oh. uh, used <laughs> no. whatever no uh, no 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 circulation it, or um it, you know, it, he's lungs. gone he goes beyond the the dinosaur dragon uh you know any oh, of yeah. that this is yeah, the next it, level up from that this i mean if they want to say postmodern from this perspective it's just like oh absolutely i mean this is just like oh oh Again, I was not feeling well when I saw this movie. I was a little under the weather, and by the time it got to this point in the movie, I was kind of questioning. Uh, just like, oh, you know, is my Sudafed doing something to me? Uh, you know, it was just like, am I watching this? Is this also happening right now? 
you know, is Godzilla shooting lasers out of his back? Did that just happen? That's right. He also Did that shoots just happen? <laughs> he shoots lasers out of his back and then he shoots and most Perfectly. controversially um he shoots the laser out of the back of his tail. Yes. And I was fine with that. I don't care. It's just <laughs> like, like whatever. Okay. At that point it's just like okay, this is happening, you know? Yeah. I mean I kind of remember, again, I wasn't feeling well. I kind of remember the audience laughing, but, like, clapping along because it was just like, okay, like, you know, I, you know, I mean, if all that dialogue was tension, this was definitely a release. <laughs> this was just like, oh, boy. <laughs> it was a release, all right. And there was also a scene where um, all these uh, trains loaded with, like, high explosives, all the subway trains, like, collide with them at the same time. That was just amazing. That was so great. Um, I will say this is the first Godzilla movie where early on in the movie, before it's like kind of before they've seen him stand up, um, someone actually says like out loud, no, like he can't stand up. That would break the basic laws of physics. Like something, and he does like the he talks about the mathematical equation where it's like no something this big couldn't exist like his the bones would explode or whatever you know yeah. which is true by the way yeah and but I it, like I've never heard someone actually say that out loud in a Godzilla movie yeah. so that was very exciting well um, again and it's appropriate <laughs> for a right. new fresh Godzilla movie exactly. And that's like there's this naysaying period where everyone like before he stands up where everyone's kind of in denial about like how fucked the situation is. Yeah. And and that part was very entertaining to me. That was very enjoyable. Um, and, you know, you know, like. It's a good Godzilla movie. It could have been one of the best ever yeah. or the best. But it just it just be, if I know I've said yeah. this a lot on the show, but this is a key example. This is like the Rosetta Stone example. It fell in love with its own legend. There yeah. you go. <laughs> like I mean, that's that's this movie's problem. Where like and I was like, oh my god, what I'm doing is so clever and important and satirical, yeah. and I'm just sticking it to the Japanese government. And like when people see this, they're gonna shower me with gold items. The box office report kind of confirms that. I mean, it did, and he's fine. He's doing great. And mission accomplished. You've done There's it. There's a double-edged sword to this. Like a. I don't find this a great Godzilla, or as a whole, a great Godzilla movie. But because of its success, it means we're going to get more Godzilla movies. Yeah. The fact that this was the number one movie in Japan, Toho isn't going to be like, well, we're never doing that again. They're going to be like, no, <laughs> we're doing that again, again, and again. We're going to Marvel, fra we're, you know, we're, we're going to do this. Um, all over again, 28 more. Hashtag yeah, like, 28 more movies. <laughs> I know that they are making a animated Godzilla film now that will be out in the next couple of years. That's very exciting stuff. Yeah. Um, and, you know, 
they but there's they will certainly make more Godzilla more live action Godzilla films. They'd be leaving too much money on the table uh, if they didn't um, yeah. after the success of this film. So it's we're gonna get much more Godzilla, which is to say nothing of Legendary's um, plans uh, for for sort of the extended uh, you know I guess American kaiju universe. Um, and they are moving forward, obviously. Uh, Kong of Skull Island uh, comes out in two months, uh, you know, this, this March. Um, and I think based upon the business of that, um, they will definitely go forward with, uh, you know, Godzilla 2 and eventually Godzilla versus King Kong, uh, you know, the American versions uh, facing off there. To say nothing of uh, there's been a lot of progress on uh, Pacific Rim 2 has actually come back from the dead um, since since our last episode and John Boyega is now going to be in it as Idris Elba's uh, character's uh, son from the first film mm. and um, so there's a lot of new sort of kaiju stuff happening and I think that's due in no small part to sort of the you know uh, a lot of that stuff with Legendary, that was going to happen regardless of what happened with Shin Godzilla, but certainly I think the green lighting of the animated Godzilla film had a lot to do with just the uh, really unprecedented success for a Godzilla movie up until uh, this point um, for, uh, you know, for as far as it being the, the most successful movie in Japan um, of, of last year. That's huge. And maybe it's it's based, you know, on their you know pre, you know they worked on Evangelion, Mr. Ano, and uh, Mr. Higuchi had worked on uh, Attack on Titan, the live action version of that. Um, so I think, like, definitely the culture of you know big monsters is back. Um, you know, thanks to. Uh, I guess more updated versions of the the genre, like Attack on Titan, you know, this idea of like lumbering, unstoppable menace, um, is something we can explore once again and in different ways. Right? Uh, did Shin Godzilla do it the best way? No, but you know, it still happened, and that's important. That's that, that's still an important thing. Things are going again, and. Right, I don't. I don't think it's thanks specifically to this movie, but it's like things are going well enough now with kaiju movies that they can sort of take risks and have sort of weird like experimentation in movies like this, which is great. Yeah. Um, and like that, the if, if the um, you know if the genre is healthy again, uh, that means that they can take risks again. Yeah. And that's really which... all. I think that's all we could ever ask for for as yeah. fans. I mean, again, going back to our conversation about Godzilla versus Hedora, like maybe it didn't quite fit in, but like the fact that the guy had the balls to make a movie like that, you know, you yeah. know, I, I think like it was just ahead of it. Yeah, I hate to use the phrase, but, you know, it's just ahead of its time. Now we have a How movie you, sir. that that, you know, does have that that again has the balls to do something different and is rewarded for doing it. Um, um yeah, I, and I think a, a lot of a lot of the sort of insanity of this movie was sort of fueled by the sort of 
Lethal Weapon 4 style victory lap that was Godzilla <laughs> Final Wars. Yeah. Uh, where it was just like, hey, we don't have to do anything new because look at all the stuff we've done in other movies. Guys, let's just... Oh, that was great. Well, that was great when that happened. Well, okay, here's that. Yeah. All right. And there's a little bit of that of that in this movie, but just with the music. The rest of it yeah. is all like a new way of telling the story and sort of like it is a it, old school Godzilla movie and it isn't yeah um which is i'm going to i'm you know what i'm just going to try and cut out that half an hour that gives me those trouble and maybe yeah. it'll be a masterpiece yeah <laughs> you know i don't know <laughs> like did you know? Topher grace do that with the prequels <laughs> Ooh, I don't want to compare myself in any way to what Topher Grace is doing. That's <laughs> never mind. That's a mistake. Um, the movie stands on its own. It's Anos. But um, yeah, uh, I would, I would, I would recommend it. I can't give it a, a ten out of ten. No. I, I give it like an encouraging seven out of ten, or like six point five. Seven out of ten. <laughs> yeah, it it you just you have to see it. Yeah. You have to see it. It's yeah. like again, I could never say that this was a great movie, but it's an interesting right. movie. It's Every, like I can't I can't say I wasn't interested. Like everybody has to see it and 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 come to terms and and figure out what it means to them. You know, because I think it could mean different things to different people. It could be people, and there are a lot of people who call this an unprecedented kaiju masterpiece. I wouldn't, I wouldn't say that. No, <laughs> you know, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, <laughs> love you, but no. Uh... It's it's a fascinating uh, experiment in in a genre that is is has been jolted back to life, and that's that's a good thing you know and and um i i wish there were more movies that took that took risks like this cuz it takes so many huge risks <laughs> Dude. um it you know but it's just as you can see we still have no idea <laughs> what we think or feel about this film cuz it's so it's such controversy. <laughs> so I think, you know, maybe this might be a good time to start wrapping things up. Um, obviously, the show is, um, you know, this is the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull of, yeah. of Godzilla Podmore uh, our episodes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> in that we're older now, we're more confused, and things aren't quite working as smoothly as they once did. And we're doing this part time. <laughs> um, so, you know, we'll we'll obviously be coming back um, to to revisit and discuss Kong uh, Skull Island when that drops in a couple months. Um, and you hopefully won't wait uh, a full calendar year for us to uh, get that episode ready. We'll yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll we'll try we'll, to be. Uh, uh, we'll try to get that out in March. Why not? Yeah. Um, 
gives us something to look forward to. Obviously, uh, we have to talk about the animated Godzilla movie, and you know, whenever Pacific Rim two comes around, and mm-hmm. uh, you know, any any new Godzilla movies that come out of Japan, uh, we'll have to give those our analysis as well. Um, but this felt good. This was this good for you? It was good for me. Uh, this is uh, this is great. I'm uh, I've, I've got some special cigars I'm going to smoke <laughs> after this. Uh, yeah. It was just very. I needed this. Uh, <laughs> I needed to come to terms with what happened. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, everybody. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, for Nathan Baird, this is Michael Kelly. We're coming to terms with uh, Shin Godzilla, which was originally called Godzilla Resurgence. It was going to be called the Godzilla Resurgence here in the States, but um, then Independence Day Resurgence happened, and, and so they stopped with those plans. They're like, no, 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 just, just Shin Godzilla. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and now, if you want to keep this podcast uh, going, don't forget to uh, go on to our Patreon, Kickstarter, Indiegogo, Tinder, uh, or just you know, visit me trip, on Grinder. Trip, trip Advisor. Trip, trip Advisor. <laughs> all, all, all uh, <laughs> you know, yeah. Uh, no, just just kidding. Um, uh, the Godzilla Pilot Four Hours Grinder account. Uh, yes, I get so lonely. Please, <laughs> please. I just want to feel love all over me. All over me. <laughs> in every uh, crevasse uh, i mean we still do have the facebook page and yes. i did recently upload um a retro vhs cover of what of what shin godzilla i think may have looked like if it was on released to video in like the 1980s um it's a hack job i'm i phoned it in um just i thought it was pretty it it looked like one of the box covers i saw at power video uh in the 90s when that, i was that one friend like, of yours who borrowed all the, the godzilla movies nick something and didn't give them back do you oh no that was that was eric vargas no he just borrowed vargas. my nights uh if you're listening eric i love you please come back uh or something i think you're married i think you still live in um illinois uh anyways love you and miss you i hope you're doing well uh but no he still has my king kong uh (laughs) dvd that came out in 2005 the special edition um that also came with son of kong and um mighty joe young and all these Fantastic special features. Maybe a little bit too much of Peter Jackson redoing the Spider Pit sequence. Spider Pit sequence. It's just, look, it was cut for a reason. Okay, it was cut for a fucking reason. Anyways, uh, <laughs> that aside, it was a nice DVD. I lent it to him and uh, never returned it or mailed it. Uh, this is the Godzilla Pod War Hour. Thank you very much for listening. Continue following us on Facebook and Twitter. And uh, if you so desire, uh, you know, Tumblr. Uh, so yeah, we'll catch you next time for King Kong on Skull Island. Starring Dr. Stephen Brule. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>